In our national lead, a remarkable, inspiring story of one Air Force veteran's sacrifice and resilience. In 2005, doctors gave Israel del Toro a 15% chance of survival after his Humvee rolled over an IED in Afghanistan. He suffered third-degree burns on 80% of his body, was in a coma for three months, and doctors said if, if he did survive, he would need a respirator to breathe, and they also said he'd never walk again. Not only did he defy all odds, he actually went on to receive the Purple Heart. Jake Tapper recently sat down to speak with Senior Master Sergeant Israel Del Toro Jr. about his most recent accomplishment, his memoir, A Patriot's Promise, Protecting My Brothers, Fighting for My Life, and Keeping My Word. And here it is. I have a copy right here. Thank you so much. It's a great read. So when your Humvee ran over the IED in Afghanistan, you write that your life flashed before your eyes, but you also say, quote, they weren't memories recalled, they were moments yet to come. Explain what you saw. Yeah, so I saw three distinct images, I remember. It's, you know, me and my wife finally getting married by the church after, you know, we tried so many times, but every time we tried, it got canceled. Uh, us honeymooning in Greece, because uh, that's where my wife has always gone, which I still owe her that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's still yet to come, I guess. Right? <laughs> but lastly was me teaching my boy how to play baseball. I was a ball player and, you know, that was always my dream to teach my son how to play ball. And it, those are the things that popped in my head. Um, at, the, at the heart of your memoir is a promise you made to your dying father when you were 12 to take care of your family. And keeping that promise required a lot of sacrifice, um, such as getting a full scholarship to, to college. How else did that promise change you? You know, that, that, that promise guided me on a path to where any time I felt like I can't do this, I will recall what that promise I made about that, and it'll get me back on path. And you know, by speaking and telling people we all have sparks and we can overcome them, but it's usually on our own. We need help, and by sometimes hearing a story like mine. So in the book, you write about military families, uh, which is a topic we cover a lot on the show. You say they quote, "See us at our very worst." They're the ones who have the hard conversations and make the most important decisions along with the doctors to amputate or not, to fight infection or fight death, unquote. And you say, your wife is your hero. Tell us about that. She is, you know, my, my wife, here's this 100 pound, you know, from Mexico, doesn't speak a word of English, and with a three-year-old son, and her having to come here to States, take my son to daycare, you know, be with, by my side every day, and then at night go pick up my son from daycare and then put him to sleep, and, and for her to, to release when he's fine asleep, to go in the bathroom and cry, because the pressure, you know, that all that pressure was on her, but man, she was like freaking like a 200-pound warrior. There are a lot of moving sections, but one in particular, you, you, you recall seeing your reflection by accident in a hospital mirror. Uh, and it scared you. Not, uh, you were scared about how your son would, would react. Um, how has your service and, and that accident, the IED attack, how has that impacted your relationship with your son? I was terrified when I first saw myself. You know, it wasn't a vanity thing. It was at the time I thought I'm a 30 year old man. I think I look like a monster. What's my three year old son going to think? So when my, my son did see me, he's like, Dad? I'm like, Yeah. And comes up and hugs me. And, one of the most, the most amazing moments besides seeing him being born. But our bond strengthened because we were always together. Yeah, I mean. One of the most amazing things is, and people might not know this or even understand it, you wanted to re-enlist in the Air Force. 
I, I did. Uh, you know, when I got hurt, you know, they said that my military career was over and I didn't want it to be over. And I remember people kept asking me, why do you want to stay in? It's like, you know, Sergeant Del Torre, you become a public speaker, you can make money, you know, a lot of money as a public speaker, civilian, you know, you get your retirement. I love serving my country. I love being in the Air Force. So when I was able to show that on February uh, 2010, that's when I became the first 100% disabled to relist. Toward the end of the book, you write, quote, my disability doesn't define me. How I choose to live my life is what defines me. So looking back at all your accomplishments in the military and in sports and with your family and this book and your speaking, your motivational speaking, what are you most proud of and, and what is next for you? Uh, I think the most proud of is that I got to retire when I wanted to in the military through 22 years after all that grim diagnosis I got uh, and, and to watch my, not my son grow up and be there with my wife. You know, people always ask, what do you want to be remembered as? It's like, well, I want to be remembered as a good friend, a great teammate, but even a better dad. It is a remarkable book. Retired Master Sergeant Israel Del Toro, Izzy, thank you so much for being here. We love having you on. Thanks, brother.